Welcome to Friday Friends, RI Elder Info's weekly look at the organizations and individuals providing resources for Rhode Island seniors, caregivers, and professionals. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Friday, friends. I am Deb Burton, Executive Director of RI Elder Info. RI Elder Info is a nonprofit here in Rhode Island, and every Friday we come on and share interesting information and resources that you or someone you know needs to know about. So make sure you hit the like button and the share button to help get the word out today because we're going to have a fun conversation. I'm very excited by my guests today. Now, as you know, we are a nonprofit, so we cannot do what we do in bringing you information and resources without the support of our sponsors. So a big thank you to Point32 Health, to United Healthcare, to Aetna and Oak Street Health, 321 Media making this look good today, as well as England Studio. They are an award-winning web design team who created rielderinfo.com, which I encourage you to check out, please, as well as JD Solutions Group. We are really grateful to our annual sponsors, as well as our regular everyday people who really believe that information is power. Those donations are making a difference, and this is evidence of that. So today, I am really excited to welcome my guests from the Lifelong Learning Collaborative. Come on up, guys. Hi, Joe. Hi, Diana. How are you? Okay, how are you? Good, Hello. good. So please share with everyone, what is the Lifelong Learning Collaborative? We are an independent, not-for-profit organization celebrating our 40th year in business. We're based uh, essentially in Rhode Island, but we have uh, members from Massachusetts and now via Zoom all over, all over the United States and even extending into Europe. Uh, we offer a variety of courses and opportunities for people to participate in uh, walks and cultural events uh, and things as well as classes. Uh, we have four semesters every year. Uh, we are just beginning our spring semester as this week and we'll be have one again in the summer and one in the fall and another one next winter. We run anywhere from 15 to 20 classes uh, each of those semesters. Uh, we are completely a volunteer organization. Uh, there are, are no paid positions other than a young woman who does our books and manages our accounts and things like that. None of us want to do. Um, and all of us have simply a love of learning, uh, a desire to meet new people. Up until three years ago, we were we had all of our meetings at um, at Temple Bethel in Providence. Um, they've been a great host and a place for us to conduct classes. Since COVID, we are now running some classes at the Temple again and do 
a third to a to a half of our classes online on Zoom. Everything's done during the day, during the week. Uh, we don't operate at night or on weekends. Uh, rather than me run down a list of classes, um, Diana is taking a fascinating class right now that um, I guess she spent two hours in this morning. Um, and I'll let her tell you about a couple of her adventures and then I'll tell you a couple of mine. Yeah, tell us, Diana, what are these classes like? What can people expect? Well, we run classes on a collaborative model. So we have coordinators who design the courses and kind of control the courses. But uh, the purpose of it is discussion, learning. So everyone in the class participates. It's not, it's not a lecture format. Um, right now, the class that I'm taking, one that I'm taking is called the 50s. Um, so almost all of the participants are people who actually experienced the 50s and will be going into all different uh, aspects of that. Uh, so we had our first class, class this morning and I'm looking forward to learning about television and automobiles and magazines and controversies that were going on in the 50s. That sounds like a lot of fun. What other kind of programs do you have? What other kind of things can people learn? Is it, and is there a difference between what classes are offered in Temple Bethel on the east side versus what's available online? Uh, are the um, are the coordinators all here local to Rhode Island? Most of the coordinators would be local. Yeah, that that's probably true. Um, they don't have to be. Uh, we have people who have taken vacations in mid-semester and go to Florida and can still join in, listen in, or coordinate from from wherever they may be, as long as they've got an electronic connection. Uh, okay. We've had one of our board members who spends a lot of time in Ireland, and she comes in and listens in and participates from, from Ireland. Deb nice bench of the class that she's taking. I'm My wife and I are taking one on Friday on Western Films, um, which is our first opportunity. And the coordinator has selected a number of classic Westerns. And normally what we do is each person in the class volunteers to take like 45 minutes or a half hour of time to talk in depth about a movie and lead a discussion about it. Do you have to watch the movies ahead of time? It's helpful. Like, do you have a yeah. list? You know, we, we, we find movies that are usually available either from the libraries or on PBS or somewhere on, online. Uh, but we don't spend our class time doing the watching. Uh, Got it. do that outside. Last semester, I took another, a fascinating course called Great Decisions, which is based on a program from the Foreign Policy Association of the United States. They put out a booklet each year talking about critical issues around the world. And we had 10 sessions there. Our classes usually run eight to 10 consecutive days uh, over, the, over the space of a couple of months. Uh, and that was a wonderful opportunity. But we also do things that are non-classroom. Uh, we sponsor walking tours, for an example, uh, and them around Providence. Um, we've had walking tours down in Wickford uh, this year that we, we took part in. 
Um, we took a group down to Mystic, to the art museum in, in Mystic. Uh, and when, before COVID, we used to do an annual trip to New York City for uh, a day of either theater or art or, or what, whatever was of interest to, to people. So that's kind of the layout of, of how it worked. Is there a membership that people have to join or how does that work? All, all, of, our, all of our activities are open to our members. Uh, membership is currently $35 a year. It's a bargain of the first order. There, there are other organizations around um, the state and the country that you can join, but 35 is a very good deal. And then each course will charge an additional fee based on the materials or the length of the class or something that could run to $25 or $35 for a course. But that's purely voluntary. The only things that we offer that are not restricted to our members are our webinar programs. Uh, yesterday, uh, Monday, for an example, Senator Whitehouse spent an hour with us on uh, a talk about climate change and some of the things that he's very much involved in. The next one that's coming up is about the Biltmore Hotel, a hundred year history of the Biltmore. Um, all of those webinars are open to anybody. They're our way of introducing non-members or prospective members to come and join with us. On our website, which is going across the bottom of the screen, right as you see it, is a listing of everything that we do. Uh, you can sign, you have to sign up to get into the webinars, but you can register at lifelonglearning.org, uh, as you see there, and we will draw anywhere up to 150 or 160 people to those webinar programs. And they're usually in the afternoons for four, four, four to five o'clock or something like that. That sounds like a wonderful opportunity. So for 35 bucks for the year, you have an opportunity to participate in the variety of classes, either in person or online. How do you get the word out about the different classes that are available? Well, I'll let Diana handle that one because that's her, <laughs> her bailiwick. We have a, a catalog that is put um, on the website and we have a new summer catalog that will be on the website on May 15th. And people can go into the website and look at the catalog. Um, some of the courses that are going to be offered this, uh, this summer. Uh, we have a painting course, where, which is going to be done outside. Uh, there's an art appreciation course that's going to be given. There's a literature course on uh, short stories by George Saunders. Um, Current Decisions is going to be giving this summer um, just, you know, issues in the world. Uh, a local man, David Weed, is going to be giving a course on local Native American history. And that's going to be um, actually involved walking, going to the places in the area that relate to Native American history. Uh, there's a fitness class, an online fitness class, which is given, and it is catered individually. The, the teacher of the class will create an individual program for people that sign up. So nobody sees you. You're doing your own thing, but it's all online. Uh, 
There's, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> so do I. Um, there is a jazz class, uh, history of jazz, and then the last class is actually going to be a jazz concert. Ooh. Um, and then uh, there's going to be one on anxiety, which is kind of interesting. Um, and each week there's going to be a different discussion of different kinds of anxiety that people experience. There's one called NASA Missions Update. And uh, the person who is running it is, has actually worked as a NASA amb ambassador. And he's going to have guests related to NASA wow. that are going to be doing a Zoom conversation each week. Uh, there's one on Providence walking tours. So, you know, you get out and enjoy the good weather with the walking tours. There's going to be one that will be given on children's books, children's picture books written by black authors and illustrators. And I'll take credit for that one. That's my class that I'm giving this summer. That sounds like fun. It is. And uh, my belief is that you're never too old for picture books. So, <laughs> you know, come and enjoy and uh, just uh, enjoy the whole atmosphere. So those are some of the things that are being offered. We also have knitting, uh, which can be done in person or Zoom. There's, uh, you know, there's a, an option on that. And Scrabble. Scrabble is a perennial that is offered also. That's an in-person one. <laughs> That's an in-person, yeah. <laughs> no use in the dictionary. <laughs> you can't use the AI chat to figure out uh, new words. GPT, right. Um, so those are some of the offerings. And as I said, the catalog will be online May 15th. And then promptly at 9 o'clock the following Monday, People get online and you have to do it fast. People sign up, they get filled very quickly. Um, but that will be May 22nd. That will be, uh, you'll be able to sign up. And it begins, the course actually begins June 26th. Okay. Yeah. So it's almost like the old college course registration. You got to get there early to get signed up. Otherwise, the, right. you'll be closed out. There's <laughs> some very popular ones. And none of, our, none of our classes run more than about 20 people. I mean, because okay. of their conversation classes, we try very hard to limit the, and we put lids on the enrollments uh, because frequently there will be waiting lists for people who want to get in and, and cannot. And we designate very clearly in the catalog which classes are in person and which ones are online because we recognize that we have people in the community who can't get out um, who are handicapped or don't drive or don't like to park. Um, and so those people are probably more likely to take the Zoom-based classes, but that's clearly identified in the, in the catalog. There's one thing we haven't mentioned, Deb, that, I, that really deserves attention. We have a group of 12 people for the, who for the last two years have volunteered to tutor young people at the VZ Elementary School in Providence. We had one very dedicated member who was very gung-ho on getting adults to assist young people with reading and math primarily. And we put a program together with the complete cooperation of the principal and the school administration at the VZ school. And we've been at it two years with wonderful results, great relationship building. Um, and that's an open program to anybody who would be interested in that kind of a challenge because it really is a, a challenge. And they set their own hours to work with young people at, at VZ. 
a very rewarding kind of a of a learning experience uh, as as well as the classroom stuff. And that was something I think COVID has really brought attention to is the fact that we really need to work together to support one another across the lifespan. Right. It's it's awesome. So people can join for $35, then the webinars are free, but you have to be a member in order to watch the webinars, right? No, 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 no. You, the webinars oh, okay. are open to anybody. Uh, oh, okay. You do have to sign up. And that's okay. why you, you go to the lifelonglearningcollaborative.org site. There's a piece on there that says website enrollment. Uh, and once you've signed on and got your name on the list, we will automatically send out invitations to anybody who has gone to a webinar in a while. Uh, and then it becomes simply a matter of signing in for that particular day or the next couple of uh, webinar presentations. And there are still three or four more uh, before the end of this, this year. Uh, okay. So there's still opportunities. And that, that's a clean freebie. I mean, you don't have to do anything other than sign in uh, to, to get on. And then registration will begin, as Deb said, in, in May for the classes that will start in, in June. Uh, and we hope that some people will try us out. Uh, no experience required. Um, we have lots of people who just come and find it. It's enjoyable. And before you know it, they're volunteering to want to teach. Uh, they're volunteering on some of our committees uh, because we need help with public relations and with all kinds of stuff like that. We're, we're a group of about just under 500 members now. Wow. Uh, it had dropped off a little bit during COVID. It's growing back up again. Uh, we are uh, really looking forward to next year when hopefully COVID is, is past us and we don't have to worry so much about that. But uh, we're a good group and it's uh, a lot of fun and we encourage anybody within the sound of our voices to uh, to come, whether you are in Florida or California or Washington, D.C. or, or wherever. Uh, we're, we're happy to find a way to keep you occupied. This sounds like a really fun opportunity. Now, you mentioned that you're a nonprofit. How can people support the work that you're doing? Do you need, say, donations? Do you need people who are willing to facilitate one of these trainings and maybe share their skills or come volunteer? What what would support the work that you guys do? What would be the best? The, the best thing is to sign up and become a member and, and take a class or two. Um, we, we've never run fundraising drives per se. We have received donations and contributions over the years. We don't actively do that. Uh, we certainly don't say no to people who, who want to be, be helpful. But the real thing is in getting people engaged in the process. And that means paying your 35 bucks, um, join us for a year. You don't have to take a class every semester. Uh, I probably take two or maybe three classes each semester, but, that, but no more than that. Uh, but the sky's the limit. You can take as many as you can squeeze into your schedule. All of our classes, by the way, meet either 10 to 12 in the morning or 1 to 3 in the afternoon uh, for okay. five or six or eight consecutive weeks, usually, minus holidays and stuff like that. Awesome. Uh, 
we didn't say too. One, one, one other thing. We've been trying to collaborate with more educational and cultural organizations in and around Rhode Island. Uh, we're working on a program now with the Rhode Island School of Design, which is doing a couple of presentations that'll be kind of a walking tour demonstration kind of a, of a thing at, at RISD uh, that, that's coming up that our Cultural Affairs Committee is putting together. And we have active programs and connections with both the GAM and with Trinity and occasionally with Wilbury and Burbridge theaters uh, for people who are interested in theater. So we, we wow. try to extend our, our reach out to, uh, to other organizations with like-minded ideas. That is awesome. It just, I'm so glad that I ran into you guys at the Senior Agenda Coalition's um, event to be able to have this conversation because it, I love to learn. It doesn't really matter what the topic is. I love to learn. So this is very exciting news for me. Sure. Well, and, that was our, I'm, I'm sorry, Diana, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, if people want to reach out to you, the they can see the schedule at lifelonglearningcollaborative.org. If they wanted to call and talk to somebody, where would they call? There's a voicemail number going right past on the screen. The 270-2556? Yeah. Tell you the truth, I don't know whose phone number that is, but... Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah. But some of will return those calls. I'm confident. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure. And if, if you write a note, the learning collaborative site, I think has a phone number on it as well uh, that, yep. that you can do. Um, yeah. And Deb, I just want to mention that one of the best parts of LLC for me has been the people that I've gotten to know. The ones I've been in classes with, I work on the board with wonderful people, um, good friends, people I would not have encountered without my experience with LLC. And it's just uh, people who will keep your brain working, keep your heart working. Um, it's just uh, an amazing experience. Um, and with walking tours, keep your legs working too. So it offers all kinds of just opportunities for people who want to keep on learning. That sounds wonderful. It sounds like a mind, body, spirit endeavor. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. I know you've got busy schedules as an all-volunteer crew over there. I know what that's like with a lot of hats. So I'm glad you were able to take the time to come on today. And we're glad that you stopped by the, the booth that we put up. That was the first time we tried that, by the way, yeah. was to reach out and to share with other groups of, of senior people, um, the kind of things that we do and you responded and that's how we got here. And we're very appreciative of that. So thank you very awesome. much. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for the opportunity. This is great. Thank you. Everybody, as you all know me, I love to learn and ask questions and find things out. So when I learned about the Lifelong Learning Collaborative, I was so excited. I knew I had to bring them on the show and, and have them share their resources with you because I know that you too like to learn new things. So I encourage you to reach out to them. It's a great opportunity. And I look forward to seeing you all again next week. In the meantime, be well and be kind. If you like this video, please follow us on social media and subscribe on YouTube. 
For more information, visit rielderinfo.com or call 401-585-0509. If you have any questions, email deb at rielderinfo.com.